Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we're going to teach you how to develop your first seven-day rhythm. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. The Walk and Love podcast is a weekly conversation between Brooke and I about rhythms, faith, emotions, parenting. It's a place where we laugh and sometimes cry, most times cry, as we find as we try to find language to live a full life. Even through hiccups. <laughs> are you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm going to make it. <laughs> and if you like your listening to line up with your living, then you are in the right place. You're in the right place, baby. Um, Sunny uh, turned six yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she has started yelling baby after stuff. Well, I think she's heard us do yes. the, the like Maui baby yep. or whatever. And I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm just a huge, huge fan of it. And mm-hmm. I never wanted to stop. Um, yeah, she turned six this week. So wild. Wild. It, it's a special. We moved here when she was three. Yes. That not like fresh three, not like day two, three. But and, and I think it's three and a half, like three yeah. and a few months. Yeah. And so in a few months, or three and a half, I guess exactly. Sunny, yeah, yeah. Sunny will lived half of her life uh on Maui. Which when I, th- that is why the six feels so big. Yeah. Like, cause it's like, wow. Whoa. Yeah. We're halfway You know, cause there. like Judy will get there, but not for another few years. Whoa. Daisy, it's a hundred percent. Yeah. And it would take a long, long time for us. Long. How old will we be if we were still here? I don't know. I, I can't figure that math out in my head. Wait, I'm going to do it. Watch me. Okay. I'm 37. <laughs> Strong start. 37. So that means start. we moved here. 36, 35. Maybe I was 34. I don't know. Okay. Was I 35? You might 30, have been 33. 33 going on 30. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if you were 33 though, then you're then when you're 66. I don't feel like it's that easy. I feel like maybe I was 34. <laughs> yeah, then then there's just no there's way to There's no figure. way to know. Somewhere in my 60s, late 60s. Late 60s. If I'm still here, still, kicking it. Still kicking it. Hopefully I'm still on earth kicking it. I just mean like on the island I of Maui. I so wish we had video right now. <laughs> of me hiking up my, you my said, leggings. If I'm still kicking it. <laughs> and, <laughs> a cartoon character move. <laughs> yeah, so Sunny Turn 6, it's wild. Kate was here. She left. Yeah. Matt arrived. Yeah. He's here. Mm-hmm. Um. He fell in love while he was on the airplane, sat next to what he called a cute girl. And now everything. Which we got joking about. He goes, thankfully, she was the cutest girl on the airplane. And so I was like, I love the character that gets onto a plane, scans the whole plane and goes, yep, there she is. She's the cutest. Goes over and goes, excuse me, I... I convinces the person in the real seat that they're in the wrong seat. I'm pretty sure that this is my seat. You know, I, it says I'm supposed to be here and just to sit next to the person. You fly enough and you'll meet your spouse. It's possible. <laughs> you get to, you get to United Premier Silver with that method. It's basically there's a chance, matchmaking. There's a chance you're married by the end of it. Yeah. You read the fine print. What happens though? You like read the, the fine print in the, uh, what's the magazine, the in-flight magazine? <laughs> Which has that huge, uh, that like blonde lady matchmaker who's the top in the world. At the bottom, it just says everyone is actually United Silver members. (laughs) Yeah. That's how this works. (laughs) What happens, you know, Matt is in his 20s. (laughs) What happens if the prettiest girl on the plane is 60? 
You still go you for it. You sit down and you say, hey, have you lived half your life on Maui? <laughs> it's possible by your age. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> I know. I know. It's a joke. Uh, so yeah. by the end of the year, Matt will be married to a 70-year-old. <laughs> um, right before coming up, I said, we could have Matt on the podcast in Brick. <laughs> I mean, we could. <laughs> no, that is not what I said. I feel the need to clarify. Okay, clarify away. As always. You said... We can have Matt on the podcast right now. And I said, that sounds great while he's here. Yeah. He's here for a month, yep. which is going to be four to five podcasts. We'll get I am here. not prepared, nor are we with questions or audience questions. Oh, I think Matt to have Matt, it. but I want it to be better. Better. Okay. So that's how I function. So in life. on the Facebook page, we're going to do an episode with Matt. Matt is single. Matt is about to turn 24 on Sunday. Okay. Same day as Lindsay, yep. my friend. So we we I can keep track. And and right he's now he's a got a strategy of, of sitting next to the prettiest girls on airplanes. Right. It seems like it's airtight. <laughs> yeah. Similar to the plane. <laughs> well, <laughs> not that Please. Alaska flight. <laughs> um. So just let us know. Yeah. Got any questions? Any not even questions? Topics you'd yeah. like us to talk about? Maybe Mount Rushmore's you'd like us to cover. Because we're coming up, we'll hit half of our life married before we hit half of our life on Maui, obviously. Yes, but 100%. That's crazy that at some point. I remember my mom telling me that. Uh, me too. I, I remember when my mom said, I've now been a Courtney been a longer than I was a Canfield. Yeah. She said, I've been a Mesitas longer than I've been a Sofuentes. <laughs> and then did she? Yeah. A little like, want some enchiladas. Arriba, arriba. <laughs> when she went to Maracas her bull, she went to her bullfighting class. Um, I feel like all the podcast people will appreciate this um, while we're on racial stereotypes. <laughs> so, oh, your mom? Yeah, yeah. My mom is Mexican, or part Mexican. Um, and I think your grandpa's very Mexican. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The mullet and the stash, the mullet and the, yeah, just the whole the facial hair, the speaks. whole thing. It's awesome. It just yells. <laughs> Viva la Mexico! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> like it is not like it, a stretch like, for me to picture him in one of those outfits they wear <laughs> when they do the mariachi outfit. Yes, or, or I, a no, either. I literally feel like that might be what he wore to our wedding. <laughs> he did have like sort of like a cummerbund. He, he had a cummerbund. Was red. He yeah, had a red see? bow tie. Yeah, he looked sharp. Not a stretch. Um, so Matt is here, and if you don't know Matt, he's Vietnamese. Yes, he's adopted from Vietnam, um, and so you know. We play Apex Legends together all the time and we're and we're always making jokes. And he's and he is very much involved in these jokes mm -hmm. about Asian stereotypes. Like yes. he probably makes more than I do. A hundred percent. Yeah. And like anytime you're like anytime you mention anything sad, he's like, Oh yeah, I, I didn't I like or, or like <laughs> <laughs> like one of his go-to is like when he mentioned shoes or clothing, he'll be like, oh yeah, I remember making that in the orphanage. <laughs> That's awful. That's awful. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works, but okay. But, yeah. But he also talks about how, <laughs> what's funny, and we'll talk about this with him when he's here, is that he, when he was adopted, he was, he was a baby. He always pictured himself being adopted, like basically out of a rice bag. Right out of the jungle. Just they swooped him up, took him home. That's what he's picturing in his precious little mind. Yeah. And then years later, 
<laughs> he sees photos of himself with his parents who are going to take him home. And they're at a McDonald's. Like, yeah, in a, in a city. In a major city in Vietnam. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's not the anyway. So the jungle, I remember. So to make him feel more at home in our house, I bought a Godzilla poster, a little gong, a fake bonsai tree, (laughs) and an Apex Legends Uh (laughs) hang up. Mm -hmm. And he loved it. He loved it. He loved every second of it. Yep. So yeah, Facebook. The girls were pumped about the gong. Yeah, they're like, do we get to keep this, or is he going to take it? The best part is that I. I wish with everything in me, it really made a gong sound. Yeah. Like that'd be fun. I'd bang that for all sorts of stuff. <laughs> Dinner's ready. <laughs> like just so outrageous, but it's not, it's tiny. It's like maybe <laughs> six inches in diameter. And so you're like, Ding! and it's just you over. You can make more noise by like hitting two spoons together oh, or hitting, hitting a glass cup. Yes. Uh, but still, there's a thought that counts. Uh, you know, hand <laughs> the budget. The, gong the, the budget didn't allow for a 200, $200 a gong. gong. <laughs> That's the problem. We don't have gong money. (laughs) Shoot. (laughs) If only we had gong money, life would be a lot easier. Yeah. (laughs) That's Uh, like one of my favorite things. (laughs) Choosing something you wish you had, whether it's real, like silly or not. And putting that as the point of all the money you're trying to make. Gong money, baby. (laughs) Um, Next level. Anyway, so he's here, which is really fun. Uh, Daisy has already said his name. 2,986 times, times, which is fun for him. I'm sure he loves that. Uh, Sonny, he was here for Sonny's birthday, which was awesome. Um, and another big thing that, or, or a big thing that's happening right now is uh, the collection is live. I forgot yes. to mention that. And when we give out a podcast code, yeah, this is, this is going to be my new rule. Okay. Um, I'm not going to use it this time because I didn't explain it last time. Okay. But, but when, in we the give, when we give it a podcast code, it is going to be valid from launch day. Oh, actually, no, it'll still work. So yeah, it's valid for one week. So you have until we launched on Thursday. So you have until Thursday at midnight of the to use week. the code for you for a percentage off your entire purchase. Yeah. It doesn't just have to be the new collection stuff. You can buy something previous. Yeah. <clears throat> Should we make a Sunny Morrow code too? Sure. Should we double up? Whoa. So you mean double down? Double down, double up. Okay. I don't know, but your eyes look crazy. So yeah. I want you to be in charge of what's We're happening. We're going to do it. Because so I don't know same, what's happening. So whenever we give up. Oh, I see what you're saying. They can use it. They could use it either or. Either or. Same code? Same code. Whoa. Yeah. We're going to try it. Gong. Gong. <laughs> no, the code is already for you. Already <laughs> oh, made dang it. it, dang it. Okay. So okay. should we change it? No. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Gong money. Gong money. No, new code. <laughs> so you can still use for you. If yeah, you already, already have it typed in, don't delete it. No, I would delete it and write gong money. <laughs> okay. Well, that too. <laughs> if you want to be a true blood clencher, you're deleting that <laughs> and writing gong money. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, I kind of just jumped into our week. Yeah, it's great. Anything to add? Mm. We, we did have one sort of big, big change, um, which I kind of alluded to last week, like we had this huge rhythm change from 1.0 to 2.0, mm-hmm. um, which has, uh, it's partly because one, we like, we're kind of living in no man's land of like rhythmless from like traveling and being not in, holidays our, meets, not our home not for in Christmas our home for 20 days to then like having visitors guests. Yeah. right away. And so we were kind of living in this like no man's land, which is not fun um, for a long period of time. And so mm-hmm. Monday, I kept saying last week, 
every day, like, Brooke, our whole life's changed on Monday. Our yeah. whole life's changed on Monday, which is funny because, like, it's kind of true. Like, in a way, when you yeah. add the rhythm to your life, your life just, like, it just feels smoother and easier and more complete and more joyful and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But the girls start at this homeschool co-op school. Yeah. So two days a week, they're going to this homeschool co-op uh, at a different part of the island. And it, <clears throat> they're, they're, like, they're learning non-core classes. So, like, their right. classes, like, Hawaiian language and culture, they have a bugs class. They have like a class literally, part one. literally on. called problem solving, mm -hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. Um, great leaders. Mm -hmm. P the history of PE where they're both learning about the sport, but also playing the sport. Yep. And then embroidery. embroidery. Um, water in our world. Water in our world. So, so they were like, they were flying high this week. Yeah. Um, Birthday week, new school week. Yeah. And she had, she had her school on her birthday. So she, she got, got to bring to cupcakes and for treats. For the first time ever, which is precious. Yeah. June got to do that. Mm -hmm. Preschool and kindergarten. Preschool, pre-K and kindergarten. Yeah. So she like amped Sunny up yeah. for how amazing it was going to be. I don't <laughs> know if she amped it too high. I wasn't there yeah. for the delivery. No, she, but. she did great. And because of the weird, like archaic laws on Maui, like, and it's way too hard to explain. I can only, we can only it's let- It's not really that the laws are old. It's that the school oh, is- I would say that they're old. Well, I'm sure they yeah. are old, but the school is like, you know, it's not some like accredited school. Yeah. So they have to basically say we're childcare yeah. and operate under such laws. And since we don't have a childcare license at the school- Right. It's like a whole thing. Like, so like there's places on Maui that will only watch your kid for five hours and 40 minutes to mm -hmm. avoid this licensing yes. process. Yeah. And so a way that we're getting around it is that a parent just has to be there if they go two days a week. Mm -hmm. So I was up there the second day. And if you saw my stories, I built a desk in the truck. Crushing it. Crushing this beautiful desk. It was round one. And it, let me sidebar a little bit. Okay. I, I'm posting stories. Yeah. Of this magnificent initial Flat creation. Of wood. Well, I mean, someone would call it that. It. Yeah. Magnif I might make a highlight to catalog. Just story? Oh, Catalog the journey I'm on. I love it. And, and so I, I post this, you know, first attempt. I honestly did it like kind of as we were leaving. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was <laughs> zipping lunch boxes and I said, why is the saw going off in the garage? <laughs> to which June goes, oh. <laughs> so, but I was just shocked and chagrined mm. that after posting the story, I got many a reply sending me an Amazon link for a steer wheeling, steer, steering wheel desk. Yeah. Like link it into your steering wheel. People don't believe in me, babe. Mm. They don't believe that I can make the ultimate. believe in yourself though? The ultimate car mega desk. And I will. I believe in you. And I, and it'll be glorious. Yeah. And it'll probably be bought by Shark Tank. Yeah. YouTube will probably come down and cover it. Hey, Shark, <laughs> are you ever working in your truck and you don't have. Do your kids go to a weird school that you have to be there one yes. day? <laughs> yeah. It's a real specific pitch, Sharks, but. Listen and up. then do you also drive a Ram? Yes, because it doesn't fit anything else. <laughs> fit it in it any fits other car. this Ram. Hey, sharks. There's real sharks here. <laughs> Stay out of the murky water. Um, nothing's murky about this desk. Deal. Oh. Bite it while you can. Nice. <laughs> I'm asking for $2.7 million for 1% stake. Yeah. <laughs> Are your jaws <laughs> wide open? I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> bite and hold on. Um, <laughs> so I'm on a journey okay. and I want the butt clinchers to believe in me because yeah. I feel like the initial messages were, 
hey, that desk is trash. <laughs> Why don't you buy this ten dollar one? Well, I and think I, I think, I'm willing to spit to sink gong style money. I into know you are. That's the problem. Desk. Is that now you're committed? Should it have a gong? Yes. <laughs> Like, there's just this one weird dad who rings this gong every time he starts his work day. I, the day has begun. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually really liked going up there for the second day. Yeah. Because like haiku, it's in haiku. It's beautiful. And it's like, the, like I could see the ocean. I was mm-hmm. high enough that I could see the ocean. The wind was blowing. My windows were open. I took a nap in the car. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. So big rhythm change for, for that. And then for some other reasons. And so... We've been having a lot of rhythmic discussions. Yeah. And so I felt like, why not spend a little bit of time on the podcast? Some of you guys have been kind of on this journey with us. Some of you may have heard us talk about living with a seven-day rhythm and thought, oh, that's not for me. I don't know how to do that. Some of you might be doing it now. Um, and, and so wherever you are on this journey, I think the what we're going to talk about today is going to benefit any of you because it still benefits us when we sort of walk through the activity that we're going to share. Yeah. Um, but before we do that, I thought it would be good to sort of just like give a brief 30,000 foot flyover. Wow. Of, we are all the way at the top. Yeah, we're at the very top of just like what. We've been it, sitting next to that cute girl for a while. Yeah. We, what the seven day rhythm is all about mm. so that, you know, some of you have listened and followed this journey, but some of you might just be like, I, I hear you guys mention this, but I don't really yeah. know. And you don't talk about it all the time. Right. Uh, but you talk about it sometimes. And so why don't we do that? Do you want to start or should I start? I can start. Um, so I feel like when you first hear about a seven day rhythm, I feel like one of my first thoughts was like, okay, it's a schedule. Seven days is a week. Yeah. Like why why are we why are you calling it seven yeah. day rhythm? Which is true. You could call it a weekly rhythm, but that sounds different. That can mean different things to different people yeah. than if you're very clear with like this. It's very specific to the seven days, which is a week. Yes. yes. Points A plus for y'all for figuring that yes. out. That's amazing. But the <laughs> the thinking and why and the, is a week seven days? Because of the original seven-day rhythm created by God in Genesis. In creation, So, yeah. <clears throat> Oh, you're getting the? a phone call. That never happens. Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah. Also, yeah. your computer volume is on. I think that's the part that really yeah. never happens. Um, anyways, do we have to end the podcast? I don't even know how to go <laughs> no, on no, from just here. Do not disturb it, and that'll put everything oh, okay. in the So, you know, God laid out the first seven, the first week in creation. Yep. There's been, historically, people have tried to tinker with the week and make it yeah. 10 days or five days. And people's production goes down and... It's like anarchy yeah. and chaos. Sickness. Yeah, it's wild. People literally start to go crazy. <laughs> and, and that's because, you know, obviously God has given us sort of the outline to how to live our lives. Yeah. And it goes all Shocker. the way back. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like there's this article going around a few weeks ago that was like, turns out if you take a lazy day, it's better for your mental health. And I'm like, oh, oh interesting. Also yeah, we known have, as a Sabbath. Yeah, we have a word for but that. Maybe not with that context. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, first... Rhythm is laid out in creation, and that's what our week is based on. And so when we talk about living th- through its, living out a seven-day rhythm, we're referencing something incredibly ancient and yes. super powerful. Yeah. I like the way my friend Jeremy talks about it, where he talks about it as a technology. Mm-hmm. You know, like we, we, you know, like if you have your iPhone <clears throat> in your hand, that's a powerful piece of technology. Yeah. Now, if you only had the phone app on your iPhone it would be a very a much less like it would still be a powerful piece of technology but it you wouldn't be utilizing it in the best way 
right. to access all those technologies. And so like we often live our lives within the realm of that technology of the seven day rhythm, mm-hmm. but we're not fully embracing it and accessing all aspects of it. Yeah. And so Brooke and I started doing this about five years ago Yeah. and has radically transformed our family, our marriage, our health, our intimacy, our physical health, mm-hmm. um, our jobs, our work, our rest, our worship, just like just our whole entire lives. Like we wouldn't, I don't think we'd live here if we hadn't no. started. And there's just like, we can tell story after story after story. And so it is just this powerful technology that you can tap into to live a more full life. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot easier to start than you would think. I think yeah. a lot of people hear us talk about it and they're like, man, that sounds like something that's very hard and challenging. Or, and, or, or I think they go, oh, it's a weekly plan. Yeah. I have that. Yeah. And I'm like, I would challenge. Yeah. I would challenge to say, you, you might. Actually, you might have a weekly yeah. plan. That is different than what we're talking yes. about. Yes. <laughs> and so we have this sort of like ideology culturally that, that we live in a straight line, uh, always getting better. Things are always improving. Things should always go, be going forward, forward, forward. Very future oriented. Yes. And we don't take time usually to like kind of contemplate circle and circle and... back and think about it and tinker with and adjust. Mm-hmm. And that's what a seven day rhythm is. So you live seven days uh, and, and then you kind of recap or like, rest, recalibrate, have some stillness, and then you tinker with, and then you try to live those same seven days again Mm -hmm. and constantly tinkering and varying it as you go. And Mm -hmm. you end up with living this really full and rich life. And so one of my favorite examples is, um, you know, if someone says, oh, I'm a writer Mm -hmm. and you say, okay, what'd you write this week? And they're like, oh, well, I didn't write this week. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. You might have been extra busy this week or something. You got sick. What'd you write last week? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't write last week. Oh, okay. So what'd you write three weeks ago? Oh, I didn't write three weeks ago. I said, but you said you're a writer. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> if something that you, like is, if an identity of yourself isn't happening within the seven day rhythm, mm-hmm. it might not be an actual identity that you can claim and hold. Right. I write sometimes. Yes. It's different. The, yeah. I enjoy writing. I like to write. But these big, like, <laughs> yeah. which, which it can, they can be vocational or not. Yeah if you want something to really become a part of who you are or it's already who you are and you want to step into it and live into it, it's showing up in your week is how that will happen in your life. And so when I first heard someone teach about this, I just felt, I just like, you know, that gift that's like the exploding mind and the mind like over and over again, the guy in like the, he's like in a black turtleneck. (laughs) Um, That's how I felt like, that's what I felt was happening to me. Cause for me, it was like, I just felt like things were clicking into place. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was, yeah, it was like I was accessing this technology that I hadn't accessed before, but I could like, just like the first time you had a phone that you could text, you're like, wow, this is going to be helpful. Yeah. This is cool. This is going to be an easier way to communicate for yeah. years and years to come. And, you know, and so that's kind of what it was to me. Yeah. And so we talk about it all the time. We have a course on it called Rhythms Made Simple. If you want to like learn it's kind of Dive where we deep. Yes. We've collected everything into one space. Yes. For you. Yeah. And so if you want to just like be like, I'm in. Yeah. Go take that course. It's available on Use our the site. Code gong money. Gong money. For something. Yep. <laughs> but one of the things we teach in this course, which we're going to teach right now, is how to establish your first one or an activity. Certainly how to establish your first one. It's like an activity to give you vision about what the rhythm can be. Mm-hmm. And I think that will motivate not be. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think that will motivate some of you to maybe start this process. Yeah. Um, because if we can give you language to live a full life, 
that language really like becomes super extra mega like powerful yeah. within a seven day rhythm. Yeah. Because then you're living out a, in a seven day rhythmic cycle to then use that language to improve the seven day rhythm cycle, which will then you give you more language. Like, <laughs> and that is really like really just compounds on itself to like become this super powerful thing. Yeah. Like when I think about us having a Shabbat Friday night dinner, every, every Friday, year in, week in and week out, like yeah. the power that that, like the little, like what that must be doing to our little girl's hearts mm. is so powerful. And it just makes me want to di- like do it even more. Yeah. And I feel like once you like uh, unlock the technology of living within a seven day rhythm, yeah, you then have this like superpower that you're just yeah. like, I want more of that. Yeah. And so the seven day rhythm framework is basically that you, and we're going to get into the activity then, but is basically this framework and perspective with which you accept as an individual and as a family. He's like, it's like almost yeah. like TJ and I shook hands yeah. and we were like, this is we it. are accepting that all we have is seven days at a time. Yep. Like, you know, on this like looping, repeating, the line is still going forward, but it's like seven day loop and around seven yep. day loop and around as we <clears> move <throat> forward through time. And so when you accept that, it really makes you realize that like, man, that's really true. Like what I can fit into my week with intention and grace and all the good long things I could yeah. list off that I want my family and my life to be. Um, if I can't get it into a week, it, it just like it seeing it seven days at a time really makes you realize your limitations mm-hmm. and that when you know, especially in like the American world, like limitations are such a bad thing. Yeah. Like you can do it. Everybody can do yeah. everything. Anybody can be anything. Wow. Yeah. And so you, you subconsciously culturally grow up thinking more is better and everything yep. and all the stuff, bigger, bigger now, now more, more. And I actually think when you realize that like we, we as humans created by God, we have limitations in regards to our time. And that is insanely helpful when you let it be. And then also like we personally all have limitations that are different. And so when you use those limitations to guide your week, I actually feel like it's not limiting. No, it, it allows for this like deep exhale that then grows into this like expansively deep breath that Mm -hmm. allows you to just breathe in and take in more of the goodness. And I don't just mean just good things, but like fullness, I guess is yeah. better. Fullness of life. When you realize like, man, we really do only have like the seven days and then we're going to, yeah, and we're going to try it again, yep. you know, and week so, in, week out. So the, the structure of the seven days are God worked for six mm-hmm. and he rested for one. Yeah. That's it. You know, oh, we yep. could dive deeper. Like we could get really specific about, you know, on this day he did this, on this day he did this, but he worked for six days and then on the seventh day he rested. Yep. And so for us and what we t- try to teach and talk about and, and communicate over and over again is that that day of rest is the anchor for your week yeah. and for your soul and can be the anchor for your life that you get to touch it. You get to throw, like you get to throw it out of the boat mm-hmm. every seven days. Yep. Every six days. Every yeah. six days. Yeah. Yep. And so, and when you start doing that, you I will like s- picturing that. Yeah, being in the boat, you're you're moving forward, or you yeah. know, you're swirling around, whatever. It doesn't matter what direction your boat is yep. going necessarily. But then that you chuck it out for a day, and you're like, okay, let's recoup. Let's yep. kind of figure out where the stars are. Let's do the Moana hand thing, and then let's pull <laughs> the anchor back out and let's start going again. Um, and literally so, wayfinding. Yes, figuring out where you are by where you've been. Yes. Wow. 
<laughs> you said that line really impacted you the other week. I actually did. Uh, how many times have I watched yes. Moana, especially lately? Kid you not, probably 48. Yeah. Probably 48 days in a row. And I like, how many times have I heard Maui say that? Yeah. And it like popped up the other day as like stronger. Yeah. And I was like, man, preach it, Maui. Yeah. That is how you find your way. <laughs> and so... <laughs> So yeah, so so that's kind of the structure that we live by. And now I'm going to kind of dive into this activity that you guys can do to sort of help you step into that structure. Um, first and foremost, what we always say is start with Sabbath. So if you don't if you don't have or pick a day of rest within your seven day rhythm, it's not going to work because it's not going to be a seven day rhythm. It's going to be a weekly schedule. And so set aside a day of rest um, that you can, that you can just be still and know that he is God. And and this day doesn't have to be this like somber no. monk mm-hmm. style day, which I think a lot of people picture yes. that like this, like I'm going to go to mass and be Catholic all of a sudden and like wear a <laughs> burlap sack with a rope tied around it. And mm-hmm. it's like that, that, that doesn't, that is not the picture of Sabbath that no. I think the kingdom of God holds. Yeah. Could it be? For some people, absolutely. Right. But for, I think, most people, especially those of us with young kids and young families, Sabbath is, and, and this is the definition that I like, is a weekly, is a day once a week that we can taste and see the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And to me, and I think scripture backs this up, the kingdom of God is a feast. Mm-hmm. It is a party. It is just something beautiful and glorious and full of life and mm-hmm. joy and abundance. And so we want to make that Sabbath day, especially for our girls, because as they grow, yeah, they'll need to know math and writing and all this kind of <laughs> stuff. But w- what they really need for their adult life is to understand that there's a day of rest and understand what Sabbath does. And I think John Mark puts it this way. Um, it's like, it's a day to basically say like, I am not God. Mm. I, I am not, uh, I, I'm going to set my tools down because mm-hmm. I'm, willing to admit that I am not God. Mm-hmm. And so that is just such a powerful statement of faith week in and week out yeah. over and over again. And so uh, as we teach our girls this, they will take that into adulthood. Yes, they'll take reading and addition and maybe some long division or whatever. Yeah. They might know some capitals like <laughs> um, like their father. Mm-hmm. Um, but we really want them to take in, take the practice and the rhythm of rest into their adult life mm-hmm. because that will have such a huge impact on them as parents yeah and as spouses and as grandparents someday. And so, um, it it really is this powerful tool. So, so we always say, start with Sabbath. So before you do this activity, have a conversation with your spouse or with yourself, if you're, if you're single and say, okay, this is my Sabbath day. Ours Mm -hmm. goes from Friday night into Saturday night. Some people do Sunday Mm kind of depends on your schedule. I know we're instantly going to get the question of like, I don't have the same schedule every week. What do I do? I think that's a tough question to answer without knowing the real specifics of your life. But yeah. some things you can do are like, you know, if you get your schedule a month in advance, right. Like you pick, pick your days, pick in four ahead. Sabbaths. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for some people, what Sabbath will lead you into is a new career. Mm-hmm. Like I a hundred percent think that has happen, happened. Yeah. Like we have, uh, we have a friends who are in the wedding world mm-hmm. and now they don't take weddings on specific days because mm-hmm. that's their Sabbath. Yeah. Like what a huge sacrifice that is right. income wise. Right. But that's the power of yeah. this uh, living this way. Yeah. So first thing I would do, mark your Sabbath day. That is a day to taste and see the kingdom of God. What does that look like? What does that feel like? What does that sound like? What does that taste like? Those mm-hmm. are questions that I would ask because those are questions that you should know. And we actually go over all that yeah. in the course. If you're <clears> like, <throat> I need more information. Yeah. And so I'll, <laughs> so I'll leave it at that because the point of this podcast episode <laughs> is this activity. Yeah. So 
but I always want to say start with Sabbath because yes. what Sabbath will do is like for us, it's on a Saturday. Well, now it changes Friday because Friday ends up being this day of like, well, we like to Sabbath with a clean house. So we do this super tidy mm-hmm. and I don't want to be thinking about certain work things all the time. So like, right. let's finish those up. Yeah. And, uh, we have school to finish up. So let's finish that up so that the kids can just like be mm-hmm. and enjoy. So it changes Friday and then it changes Sunday. Okay. We already had our day of rest. What does Sunday look like? It's, it's church in the morning. And then ours is called set them up Sunday where we go through and like laundry and yeah, get the house get ready, ready for, for the, the week, week ahead. Yeah. And then because it changed Friday and Saturday or Friday and Sunday, now it changes Thursday and Monday. And yep. then it changes uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. And all of a sudden you're like, Whoa, I have a rhythm here. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. you got a rhythm, baby. Um, <laughs> but how to put things on that rhythm is what really, I think this activity is all about. So here's what you do uh, to do that. So first I'm going to speak to everyone like they're married yeah. because I think that's just easier than me being like, and if you're single, do this. Like, yeah. I think this activity can work for anybody in any stage of life yeah. at any, like with kids, no kids, et cetera. Um, so what you do is for you and your spouse is you get a piece of paper separately or use your notes app, or you've just find somewhere to write mm-hmm. and you write all the things you have to do in a week. Mm-hmm all the things you want to do, all the things you like, like whatever, like whatever like your responsibilities, your responsibilities. So like a lot of roles you play. Yeah. yeah. Some of that stuff will be non-negotiable. Like you have to go to work Monday through Friday, or mm-hmm. you watch a niece on Tuesdays or right. whatever. Like just start listing those things. L- listing those non-negotiables first is always the way that I do it because that kind of helps my like brain work. But right. It's interesting though. I don't know if I'd call them non-negotiables because they, well, in like, the end they could be. Work, you might get there. sleep, yes. eating, default, default non-negotiables. Like, yeah. and, and I'm going to press on that as we go through the activity. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so make your giant list, each of you separately. I, I would make them separately and I would, I would allow yourself to envision the person that you want to be, the mm. family you want to become. Like I would take time to dream a little bit as yes. you make this list. Mm-hmm. Now, is it feasible for you to go on vacation every week? No. <laughs> So like something like that doesn't go on the list. Mm -hmm. Is it feasible for you to like, if you want to be an avid reader, Mm -hmm. write reading on that list. If you want to be a writer or a painter or physical fitness is super important to you, like write those things down, allow yourself to think to like not have your head straight down and be like, all I do is take care of kids or all I do is work and that's it. And that's all I have time for. Yeah. Um, And then I would challenge you to open your screen uh, time app (laughs) on the phone and double check that. (laughs) Um, and allow yourself to like, who is the person? Ask yourself this question. Who is the person I want to become? Mm-hmm. Who is this? Who is the person the Lord has called me to be? Mm-hmm. What are the giftings that he has given me that I can, that I want to step into? Yeah. And write those things down. Dream a little bit. Like, do you want to uh, preach a little bit more? Mm. Like, do you want to write? Do you want to read? Do you want to paint? Do you want to sculpt? I don't know. Something, you know, like, mm-hmm. does, is yeah. gardening something? Like, do you want to become a gardener? Like, yeah. What are those things? And some of those things might, for some of you, this might be the hardest part. Some yes. of you have might may have over the last few years, especially I'm always looking at young moms, have squashed those things so far down yeah. because you because cultural culture has told you this, and now you have started to believe it that you don't deserve to be that type of person. Mm-hmm. All you get to be is a mom, which mm-hmm. being a mom is an incredible privilege. Yes, something yes. that is super. Underrated and has such such value in the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. and but there there might be like other things that you have squashed in yourself, and now that you believe should remain squashed. Those are the things that I want you to write down. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so make that long list separately. I would make them separately. Um, they can be as long as you want to. Yeah. And if you have children that are, I don't know, maybe 10 and older, I don't yeah. know. I don't want to put an age on it. You know, your kids, mm-hmm. but like you could have your kids make a similar list. Yeah. Um, Oh, side note. I'm going to side note on this. I saw this super powerful video. And I think if we let our kids make this list, mm. it would have a similar sort of reaction. Okay. So it's this video. They bring in these adults and they ask them, if you could, if you could eat dinner with anybody living, who would you eat with? And oh, um, I assume I know where this is going. And the parents are like, uh, you know, Justin Bieber, Kylie Minogue, like yeah, they, yeah. they like, uh, you know, they start saying names and they're giving each other a hard time about like who they're what saying they're and all this stuff, kind yeah. of stuff. And then they ask their kids Aww. and their kids all just say, well, my, my parents, my mm-hmm. family, do they have to be famous? Yeah. If not, I'm going to pick my family. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, anyways, just super powerful. And you might see that in your kids list mm-hmm. that they, 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 you know, they write they really family time or yeah, yeah, whatever. And so make your list all separate and then, uh, buy some post-it notes. I would, recommend getting different colors for different people. So have it color coordinated. And then I would start writing those things individually on those post-it notes. So, you know, write work, write CrossFit, write writing, write reading, write going on a walk, like whatever you had on that list that you want. Make dinner, clean house. Um, even like driving kids to things like you can write soccer down because that's yeah. something you do, but then also like you're driving to soccer, yep. you know, multiple times yep. or whatever, like think about your current week and then also picture your life kind of in the future yeah. and what you want to be. And you're trying to write down all those things into one area. Yeah. yeah. So you take your whole list and you write them on post-it notes individually, color mm-hmm. coordinated. So one he has pink, one he has blue, one he has mm-hmm. green, one is yellow. And then you put all of those post-it notes, all those individual things on a table. Yeah. Or like the, a kitchen counter or something, yeah, a big space. Somewhere where you can just kind of see them at all, all at a glance. And as you see those, all those things, you yeah. realize, okay, we can't do all of these things. That's the first thing that you'll notice is like, if we try well, yeah, to I do think- all of this, we're going to burn out and our lives are just going to be like a constant, in a constant state of like never ending to do's and yeah we're instantly going to have to cut out a day of rest because we don't have enough time for that and all this kind of stuff. So you'll, you'll start to realize that very quickly that like, wow, there's a huge amount of things of possibilities. I think when you see it written down and it's, I think it's okay to feel this way. You might actually feel this like almost like sigh of relief in the visual acknowledgement of, Oh my word, that's a lot. Yeah. No wonder I feel the way I do. And I think seeing them all out like that makes you like, it can help you ask the question of like, oh, wow, are we trying to fit like 10 days worth of stuff into a week or 12 days worth of stuff into a week? Because I think deeply, deeply in us who we are from creation, whether we have the language for it or not, our bodies and like, like we're made to do this like almost seven day, every day, seven Mm -hmm. days, like this, like weekly reset, not just the day of Sabbath, but like it's like, it's like we get to turn a new page or we, I don't mm-hmm. know, we finish the loop or we complete the circle or whatever yeah. every seven days. And when we're not closing that loop and we're just lit, we're trying to shove two weeks worth of activities into the yeah. seven days, we feel bananas yeah. and exhausted and grouchy yeah. and short tempered yep. and all these things because it's literally impossible. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you'll start to realize very early on that like, there's just too much here. That's like yeah. the first lesson in this practice, yeah. in this activity. 
Um, and then what you want to do is this is like, there's a lot of different ways you can attack this. Mm -hmm. like, there's not just one way to do it. I think it kind of depends on personality and all this kind of stuff, but what yeah, are I, what, you both working from yeah. home? Are you, you know, whatever, whatever. But like I would suggest is like, you know, what, like start having the conversation. What are the non-negotiables? Like yeah. sleep is something that you need <laughs> daily. Like if you wrote down sleep, good sleep, yeah. move that, you know, I would take that. I would have another space where it's like, this is where the things we're choosing are going. It can be another counter or like yes. maybe tape off a square on the table yeah. and start moving those, like I would call them non-negotiables, like the things that you do to survive as mm -hmm. a human being. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people struggle by putting things they think are non-negotiable um, in that category when really they, they might not even be in that category. Yeah. And then the, the practice is simple. You grab one post-it note at a, time. at a time and you kind of ask yourself, is this something that we can fit in the rhythm? Yeah. Do we even want this yeah. in the rhythm? Yeah. yeah. Do we want this in the rhythm? Can we fit it in the rhythm? In the season, does it work? Do you want it in the rhythm? Do I want it in the rhythm? Right. Are we? How'd this get here in the yes, first place? Who wrote, just like, talk about it. Yeah. And, and I think like an example that I like to use is like, okay, you, you have you have seven kids or five kids or three kids or whatever, and they all want to play different sports. Mm -hmm. And you have all of those sports holding, like you're holding all those sports post-it notes. Yeah. Like, are you in a season where like that sort of physical activity and that competition and that spirit and all that, like all that, like sports bring a lot of good things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that a priority for you as a family? Because yeah. a lot of people in American culture play sports, have their kids play sports because it's what a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. And so there's never a conversation about why are we putting our kids in soccer and baseball mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff. Um, and, and so I think like this activity is a really good time to like, hold, let's hold out the soccer post-it note mm -hmm. and let's talk about it as a family. Are we doing soccer? Because right now we're in a season where we want to teach our kids like competition yeah. and working hard and right. doing something that they might not want to do and playing right. defense and offense and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Like there's a lot of lessons to be learned in, in, in youth sports. Mm -hmm. Um, or are we doing it? Out of fear. Out of fear because that's what we're supposed to do. And yeah, that's what if they miss out? Yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, like your kid, if they made their list, soccer might not be anywhere on there. Mm -hmm. And so we have to ha come to some realizations of like, Limitations. Are, are we, yeah. do, why are we doing this? Mm -hmm. And so you have conversations about every single post-it note. Yeah. And these end up, I think what this activity does is it allows uh, the heart of who you want to be bubble to the surface. At mm -hmm. first you might be defensive and you might be like, well, you have one, so I want one. And like, there might be some like <laughs> tension and some awkwardness and stuff like that. I think that might yeah. happen at first, but I think if you like can, and can stay calm about it and loving and full of grace, yeah. you will start to see like, Oh, our current schedule does not match the post-it notes we have on this side of the table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The current way that we live life. Yeah. Those doesn't people reflect doesn't, who we desire to be or become at all. And so that is like, that will start to like, <laughs> it will Just start see, to, it's like, once you know, you know, yeah, like, it, will it will start, start to, to make eat, at, eat away at you in the best way possible. Yeah. Like it will start to like really allow you to like see with open eyes. Yeah. I'm not living the life. I feel like the Lord has called me into. Mm. And once you know that reality, yeah, it's hard to keep living that life. Yeah. And so this activity becomes this really rich, kind of hard, but in a good way, hard, yeah. uh, practice to really set aside the, like really move these post-it notes to one side that you want to be as yeah. part of your rhythm. And, yeah. 
Or think if you have the space for it, like either have two separate tables or whatever, because then you can literally use the language of, are we leaving that on the table? Is it staying or is it going? It's important enough to be there. And then I think a really cool, maybe I'm jumping ahead. Sorry, T. We can circle back if you need to, but I think if you feel like you and your out of, you and your spouse are out of place where you can ask this and it's not going to explode into something, I think a really cool thing to be able to ask if and when you do this is if there's one post-it note you could take off the table, what cool. would it be? Yeah. And or is there something you want to add that you didn't even write down in the first? Like mm. if you're it's buried so deep that you even talked yeah. yourself out of like even writing it down. Yeah. Cause I just know that we've had similar conversations. Yeah. Um where if there's one, you know, cause it's like this, it's like this grace filled pass of like, yes. you can answer this question and yep. we might not take it off. It might still stay yeah. there because it needs to right now, but it just really allows like, I feel like the heart of who we are and the desires of our hearts to be spoken with like yeah. a little less like, well, that has to stay on because yeah. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like this isn't true in our, in our scenario, but make one up, but, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to make one up. Okay. Brooke, like we go to the beach every Saturday for Sabbath. Yeah. And our that, whole, that part's true. Our whole family loves it. Yeah. But if we did this activity and I maybe didn't love it and was just like, I just go because you all love it so much. Right, like, right, right. It, it would give me the opportunity yes. to be like, I'm like, if you can handle the opportunity to ask, I would take that one off. I would take that because one off. it's just not my thing. Yeah. And then, and then we, we could talk about we have it. To talk about it. Obviously that that's like, that's not true. That's we love the, going yes, to the beach. That, but, but it, that is the idea. Yeah. Like if I could take this off, I would, yeah. or if I could, you know, and that's where we've had, like, we've had some hard, honest conversations about me playing video games because of that sort of, that sort of heart and spirit mm-hmm. around the rhythm. Because after you do this activity, you don't have to really do it again. I mean, it can be helpful if people want to do it over and over again. Yeah. I think as you like, but, but what it does is it opens the door to have language around this type of thing. Like yeah. now this post-it note language lives inside of your hearts yes. and minds. And so and you can, everybody's losing yes. it, you can look at each other and be like, we yeah. left this on the table. Yes. This matters. Yeah. <laughs> And or this doesn't yes. matter. And yeah. so, yeah, so you'll end up with two piles. You'll end up with some stuff on the table and some stuff off the table, mm-hmm. or you'll ha- you'll end up with some stuff and like, we want to fit this in the rhythm and yeah. some stuff that we don't. Yeah. And then it becomes, then the conversations can get a lot deeper. And, yeah. and because as you see, like- It's your filter then. Let's say you have a too much stuff over on <laughs> the, this is going to fit in our rhythm side yeah. or like something that just like in this season of life is like, you know, I want to go on a 10 mile hike every weekend and you have a pregnant wife. You're just uh-huh. like, okay, that's a great thing to add to the rhythm. Uh-huh. Just not now. Yeah. And so you can have conversations about those post-it notes now that the ones that are set aside, mm-hmm. you don't need to like, you don't need to sift through everything now. Yeah. You've already done that. And so yeah. that's the sort of second step. And that's a, that's a really helpful step. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think is going to happen for a lot of you is like, there are going to be things left on the table, things that don't, that you don't want in the rhythm that you're going to have to like actually take action on. So like, I'll use my example from earlier, let's say soccer, kids soccer. And you're like, well, we're already signed up. Like, mm. what is that? What do, what do we do? You know, like, do we just, do we just continue? Cause we right. gave or our I work. volunteered for a big position yeah. that now I'm realizing that doesn't, doesn't fit, support anything know? that I'm hoping for. And so I think you can sort of tackle them different ways, kind yeah. of depending on the scenario, but like there might be some action steps for things that are left on the table that you have to start to take. Mm-hmm. Um, and there might be like some hard conversations and people might judge you because of that. Like, they might, you know, yeah. like, let's say you're a guy and you, you're not doing fantasy football because like mm-hmm. just doesn't fit in the rhythm. Like, yeah. And you're like, gonna, oh, your wife said yeah. you can't do it. Yeah. And, and you're like, you know, no, actually we had a really hard yeah. conversation <laughs> about does this support yeah. our season of life? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. yeah. And so, yeah, so I, I've, you know, I've, I've been writing about this this week. 
as I've been doing some work stuff. And mm-hmm. I just felt like, man, we've never really sort of like, we go in into it in the course, but I love the idea of like adding the language to the podcast world, mm-hmm. because I think it could be super helpful. And so yeah. our hope for this episode is that you literally do it like, yeah. and take a picture of it, take a picture of your post notes, post them on the Facebook page. Like mm. I would love, and I, would I don't, love I don't make that. a lot of like, let's all do this as together as yeah, a, yeah, yeah. as a unit, as a community. Like mm-hmm. I don't make a lot of calls like that or yeah. like, you know, um, but this time I am, mm. and and I think we'll do it too. Like, I think sure. we'll find some time to do it. We could do um, it. maybe we'll include June this time. Cause I feel like she's older mm-hmm. and a little bit like she can write and spell. And well, all I that honestly kind of think that when you're older, kids are like reading well, like reading, yeah. they just, they're reading anything that comes across yeah. their path. That's when you're like, okay, we're going to start. Have you, you know, yeah. paying attention to the calendar and the rhythm yeah. and the family meeting and the stuff like that. Yeah. I would just, I would just really encourage those of you who have sort of been on the fence. There, there's some of you who might have been on this journey with us, taking having a Sabbath, living within a seven day rhythm. Maybe you took our course or whatever. You've read some of the books we've talked about, um, which is awesome. This might just be like a nice refresher um, for you to do. Mm-hmm. And then there's some of you who have like resisted every time we talk about this and are like, <laughs> I like Brooke and TJ, but like, I'm not going to do that. That's yeah. just not for me. Or you have whatever list of excuses. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sabbath is for everyone. And I think God created us to live in a seven day rhythm. Yeah. Now, is there any judgment within that? Like, no, there's literally a verse about like, there's no judgment on a Sabbath or a new moon <laughs> festival or all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I, but I would really challenge you to try it. Yeah. And, and if you, and if you're single, try it. Like what, yeah, like, cause absolutely. like it, it, you don't, ju- you, it, this isn't just for people and families. Like, no. Mm-hmm. Like we all add way too much to our plate. We yep. have way too much to do. We are trying to, we, we're not resting well. And, you know, you can see the side effects of that culturally. Yes. You know, people are going literally crazy all the mm-hmm. time. And so what a, what a amazing gift God gave us in literally the first few chapters of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like he just, he just gave us this technology that like is becoming proven true by science over and over again. And we've always had it. Right. What a gift. And as you, what a gift, what a gift. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so I would just encourage you to do this practice, Mm -hmm. um, and share maybe, you know, you have to take a picture of all your post notes, but like maybe just like a, you know, a far away shot that you're actually doing it because Mm -hmm. I would love, I, I think that would encourage other members of our community to do it. Yeah. Um, and then it will allow us to have places to ask questions and, you know, voice concerns or all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have a feeling this will just be one episode of many mm. as we sort of unpack this language and, and yeah. talk about this. So, I love it. I love it too. I love it so much. I love it so much too. Yeah. I also love that we just so happened to buy a bunch of post-it notes like two days ago. I did. Yeah. For an unrelated reason. Yeah. So this is exciting. We got some good colors down there. Yeah. So... <laughs> I think that's all we have for today. I don't know how long we've been going because we stopped and then started again because Daisy woke up, Mm -hmm. but I think it's actually shorter. Wow. I also love that. Have we told that story? I don't know. So (laughs) every week before we record the podcast, we kind of like have like a few minutes talking about like, okay, what are we going to talk about? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I would say every week for maybe a year. I don't know. Not that long. That's a long time. Every week for a considerable amount of time, Brooke has said, we, it could be shorter this week. <laughs> Clearly a post-it note I would love to put on the table. It could just be a little shorter. <laughs> <laughs> and then every week it's like, oh, we're right oh, about, we're about the same amount of time every week. <laughs> um, but yeah, 
love to see your guys' results and what you do. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Uh, you only have a few more days to use that collection code, which is gong money or for you. <laughs> Both good, but one is obviously better. Um, yeah, that's it. Unless you have anything to add. I do not. All right, here we go. Okay, okay I, I love, love you. Bye. bye.